Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so uh, uh, this was happened when I was gone, but I did peek one day because I saw that Jolene, the song, was trending on Twitter. Okay. And um, I was probably like sending my mom pictures or something. So I only had. You didn't send me one. one, Yeah, no, I didn't say. Not even one. No, I know. I was not wanting to bug you and everything. But so little Nas X, whose real name is Montero. It is? Which is the name of his album. album. I did not yeah, know that was his, his real that's name. That's his real name is Montero. And how do you know that, him? I'm going to drive my time to the, the Old, Old Town, Town Road. Road. And he absolutely killed it at the, was it the yes, VMAs? Yes. That was an amazing performance. His music's I, fun. I just love him. And um, so he was on BBC uh, radio um, a couple weeks ago. And it just got, and he covered the song Jolene, and it just got to Dolly's attention just yesterday. And if you remember, I think it was last November, Dolly had been encouraging fans to make their covers of Jolene, and she called it hashtag Jolene Challenge. And it was ahead of her Netflix thing, Heartstrings. Yes. And, of course, Jolene is a great song. It's been covered by... I mean, Reba McIntyre, The White Stripes right. have done a version, Miley Cyrus. This is Little Nas X version of Jolene, and she was thrilled about it, and she tweeted a link, and she just, she was like, I'm so, I was surprised, I'm honored and flattered, I hope he does good for both of us, you're <laughs> really, really good, I was just so excited that you covered oh, my song, isn't that and she cute? posted a link, so here's a little bit of this. Okay. The- I like it. Isn't yeah, it good? Just, yes. We don't ever hear a man a singing, man singing it. And he's got a really beautiful voice yeah, on that song. So, anyway. There's it, your boy. I, I love a warm acoustic, acoustic version of Jolene. You can Whoa, never go wrong with that. So funny with that. I really like the beginning. So, that was the middle when it kind of picks up. Here's just the beginning. Okay. Check okay. this out. This is kind of just like the subtle beginning. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a great version. She has she a does. great version of this. Yeah. I think it's fun. I, but I bet this. Is up there with Hallelujah, the song. How many people have covered it? Yeah, but it's it, very covered, but never by men. So that no, was different. It's just really. So uh-huh. I love that she tipped her hat to Little Nas X, and you know she's just uh, Montero. I heard uh, Little Nas X. He was on with Andy Cohen. Yeah, his radio show yesterday, and I heard Andy interviewing him, and he's just a wild pony. As far as like, he doesn't give real long answers. Sure. So Andy just had to keep asking yep. him questions. Yep. Which, you know, that can be good or bad. It ex- would be exhausting. Pulling he, teeth. Come well, on, give me. He just doesn't, right. you know, he's like, doesn't, he's doesn't not elaborate. verbose. He yeah. doesn't All have right. to elaborate. And he was just like, whatever. But 
Um, Whatever. All right. So, are we? Do you have more music? Or nah, can I, I mean, I don't yeah. know if our internet is working. It, right it's now. right now. It says I've got about forty seconds of it, so okay. we can at least get that. So this is the Rolling Stones have released an unheard track from okay. their epic album um, "Tattoo You," which came yes. out in nineteen eighty one, and uh, it's actually a cover of a Shy Light song, and it's called "Troubles a Coming." It's good though. What do okay. you think, Grant? I love it. Yeah. It's got that right, like you said, that righteous Rolling Stones feel to it. Yeah, yeah it really it's good. does. But it didn't make that album. But they're really they're on they're on tour. They are okay. I have to tell mm-hmm. you something. So, the actor in Little um, Nas X's latest video is coming to Twin Cities um, Twin Cities Con this weekend, which is a big pop culture conference. Yeah, downtown at the Minneapolis Convention Center, and the guy he plays the security guard. And his name is Colton Hayes. Oh, if you yeah, want to check him out. Teen Wolf. Yes. yes. Teen Wolf. Listen to you. Oh, yeah. One of my Teen CW Wolf. shows. That's yes. why I feel so bad about Drew Barrymore being on the CW, and I didn't know it. I know. Well, <laughs> now I you have know. 15 dynasties to watch on my DVR. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> That's a lot. I know. I've got like 10 youngers. Yeah. Younger. That's from last year. I know. I'm way behind. <laughs> you might Except just want to erase that no, and free because up the DVR I space. Know, but then, <laughs> but then when you erase them from last year, you might not get them on demand. Or I know. You might have to pay. You pay two ninety nine an episode or something, and I'm just going to keep them a little longer. That's right. All right. It's time for Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. I know everybody has been waiting with bated breath. To find out the update on my box elder, elder bug saga. Okay, so literally, remember how Casey was with the squirrels? And um, oh, I. Every man with squirrels. I, are. Yeah, I was just going to say, because my <laughs> ex with the squirrels at the cabin. I mean, I feel like that's how who I've turned into. So when I get home from work last night, I live overlooking a park and I he, the sun yeah, just hits me right, so hard. Right, so. Right. I, oh. Lori's playing Jolene on her phone for us. So I mixed the Dawn spray in the spray bottle and I sprayed the exterior of my home one little shot at a time. Mm-hmm. And and I just am so grossed out. And you're supposed to vacuum these things up. So I vacuum I took a shop vac, Lori. I'm, I'm telling really? you, you've never done anything. Lori cleaned a toilet once. <laughs> Once, Grant. No, uh, I cleaned plenty of toilets. Oh, but you never pumped. You did something. I had to plunge one she time. She had to plunge had one. To plunge She's one. never plunged a toilet. So anyway, so <laughs> last night I get home and it's still warm and they're all, they're not as bad as they were because I have this gross dish spray all over my windows and stuff from the exterior. And so I'm out there working Vacuuming. with my shop vac. I'm Can impressed I, that you own a shop vac. I do. Are you just sucking them all up or oh, what? And it's just so gross. And then, and so I can't open my windows and, um, oh, I'm so grossed out. So then I'm just so (laughs) furious and so mad and so grossed out with these bugs. So you said. And so I get into my house and I'm just getting ready to settle down and relax. And I go up and feel in my hair and I had two of them in my hair. Hair. Oh my gosh. And then I went to the bathroom after that and I thought, are they gross? 
crawling all over my body. I right. mean, I've just been so grossed right. out. Right. Oh, I wouldn't like a. I oh, right. want those. They are ugly looking bugs. Oh, and so today now. I mean, they look like little prehistoric uh, dinosaurs or something. They're little, such a creepy bug. They are. Yeah. They are. With that red. That red. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now I'm because there. There's not a swarm or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, I can see one here, one there, and then I see five if I shoot a corner or something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm to the point with these where I spray them and see how long it takes them to die. Oh. Because it's that quick on some of them. Some of them think they can get away with the soap spray. Oh. So it's, it was a little more Why fun today. Why do you today. have to vacuum? Why can't they just get because back they, into they, the earth? Because if you, if you um, step oh, on that, right, they excrete right. a chemical. And brings more. And they stain. Right. Got it. Got so it. Got I, it. So I'm looking at the exterior of my house and I have like little yellow pea stains and dots everywhere from where they are you're gonna have to use casey's power washer oh i i'm going to no i'm just <laughs> unless I, you own one of those now i i don't but i know how to use one <laughs> hey, halfway there yeah halfway there. that is oh, no, halfway so there. i just i'm telling you, you guys, are driving all the bulldozers this is no no i am so i just when they were in my hair i thought oh that's horrible why do i have to do this right now so anyway there i'm just updating you but today i found joy in counting how long it took those little suckers to die and when i explained them not long. Mm-hmm. Some of them think they're going to get away, but then I watch their legs just go. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I can tell you're getting a little excited about it. Well, there. no. After no, this is all I've done since I got home from Boston is go out with a tiny spray bottle. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Anywho, yeah. that's how fun my life is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like paint I, in dry. case you wanted to know what today is, and this is a new holiday, I think, okay. because I think this is a first. We've been doing this show for quite a while and had random thoughts for a while. Today is International Podcast Day. Hey. That's a newly activated It's a newly yeah. activated event. You and, get a podcast and you get a podcast and <laughs> yes. you get a podcast and you have a podcast and good luck getting your listeners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we podcast every day here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's something that I never knew before is that... Um, Oh my gosh, Americans watched over 57 billion minutes of The Office last year. Do you love that show? Did you guys love that show? Yeah. I enjoy it. I didn't worship it like people yeah. do, but I if I throw one on and I watch it, I'm like, "Oh, that's funny." But sometimes the what, what what's his name, the Steve Carell, Steve Carell, he gets so awkward that it'd make me cringe. It's like one of those where I'm like, "Could this really happen?" I He's have- really uncomfortable, but that's a lot. I didn't watch it once. Really? No, not, not last year. Once. Not oh, even no. for a second. I didn't watch it once last no, I didn't. Year um, if you've noticed, and I have, have you tried to buy um, bacon lately? No, I have not. It's a 40-year high, the price. Really? It went up 28% this past year. Bacon, no. It used to be, you know, four fifty. It's like eight fifty now for bacon. It's really expensive, Lori. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, um, you know, like everything else, supply chain issues, uh, blah, blah, blah. Pork chops are about 7% up, but bacon is really big time, and they don't expect it to come down soon. So if you see a run on bacon where it's on sale or a BOGO, mm-hmm. buy it. Well, that's because the slaughterhouses closed and farmers were not able to process right. their hogs. Right. It, this all started last year, last fall. It did. And Lori, who was chased by wild boar? Shakita, Shakita, <laughs> and all the Roman residents of certain neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would scare the crap out of me. Now, that would be more scarier than a little bug. You're right. If I had a boar coming after me and they make that horrible noise. You're right. What would you do? Shoo, shoo. I don't even know what you would do. You don't want to shoo him. You want to move out of his way. You yes. just got to climb a tree. <laughs> Get they, out. They go fast. Yes. And they're chargers. At one t- point, you told me that wild boar pigs kill more people in the United States than something else in the world than in the world sharks and drownings yeah. and something else like did it's you know a, that grant yeah I've heard something to that extent I didn't know exactly it was that but yeah yeah it's it's, it's not a surprise those things are pretty vicious and they've got some pretty nasty teeth talons on them that can get you is that yeah. what you call I thought they were horns horns Toss, yeah horns. what do you call Toss. them Talons. 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 I like that. I I made that word up. That's my made up word. I like that, Grant. (laughs) Okay, so I'm a fan of the Dollar Tree stores. So there's all these dollar stores. This popped up during the pandemic in smaller towns, or even before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. You kept seeing Dollar General, Dollars, so-and-so, Dollar, this, Dollar, that, and you'd see them on the way to the cab, and, you know, we see them in all these little towns. Well, the beauty of... A Dollar Tree is when you go in there, everything is a dollar. Yeah. Those other places lie. Right. Once somewhere in there, you're going to spend a dollar plus whatever towards something is what they really are advertising. Yeah. So because of shipping costs, I think everything's being blamed on shipping and inflation. They are now... Um, going to be charging more than a dollar. Yeah. Well, At, the pandemic shut down the world. And so gosh. stuff, factories didn't make stuff. Paint. Uh, I want to tell people about paint. Yeah. Too. Everything. It's basically everything, Julia. I know. And we can blame it on the pandemic because that Jeez. shut the world down. And in California, a lot of these ports that bring a lot of this stuff it's in, they're shut down, but they can't find the workers they need to keep them open all right. day long. So that, like, there's videos all over the internet right now of boats and crates just. In- Shipping containers Just piled up. waiting for hours and to And don't forget port. that everything got delayed because of that one ship stuck, stuck in, in the Suez Canal for 10 days. <laughs> yeah. And they said it was going to cause shipping havoc because staggered ships into ports yes. is how the ports work and stuff. And they're not, they're, they can't, like, they don't have that many. So they're all on the, they were all in the, uh, that damn pandemic. I know it. <laughs> damn I would agree, but oh. but paint is a new one that I hadn't heard of till yesterday. I just think everything. Yeah. yeah. Basically, everything's more expensive. Everything's out of stock, and you just got to grab it when you get it. Yeah. You're All right. There, there you go on that one. All right. So now, Lori, I have you ever done a do-it-yourself project? Let me see if I. Well, she is cleaning I, your closets no, and changing your wardrobe from winter I, to summer. I did that. My my girl cave, my room. Okay, what did you painted I, it? I did, oh, you that did that sponge. Remember that? Okay, and that was so in twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. And then I did a stencil. You did on the stairs, you and did. it happened to be the one and only time that I have been unemployed in my adult life, mm-hmm. and it was between Sun Country and the Star Tribune, right. and I had like three months off. Right. And I... Gosh, you had that much time off? Yeah. Nice. I didn't start it. Yeah, I had like November, nice. December, and part of January. Well, I didn't know what to do with my... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then I found myself painting. Well, I haven't been unemployed since, and I haven't painted a damn thing since. There you go. Maybe Casey made me paint the porch one time, but he gets so aggravated at what a slow bad worker i am <laughs> wink she wink just do it on purpose <laughs> he takes over yeah so i haven't that, done any do it yourself no grant are you a do it yourselfer uh, as much it. as i can when i have the time yes yeah. when i have the time i can people see last about five hours yeah. trying to do something and then after that they just give up yeah, yeah. and call a professional yeah yeah. Five hours is a lot of time to put into something you're not going to finish. Right. That's what you got to get your YouTube tutorial all done I before know. you start it. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. All right, Grant, what is happening with the traffic? All right, well, let's start out. In- oh, do we have Freya with us? She is here. She oh. called in. Thank God. Yeah. I sent her the number. Oh, Freya. Oh, Freya, we're so sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> That's okay. Hello, how are you? Oh, we are fantastic. Good. We made you. Thank you for staying up late. Because are we calling you in London? Well, you are. Yes. So mm-hmm. actually, this is a very late night for me. This is about as exciting as my evenings have been for a while. Oh well, <laughs> I, I, we're so glad that you are part of our um, Lori and Julia book club. Your your no- debut novel. We can't even believe it. It's called The Last. Chance Library is so wonderful and sweet, and I love a coming-of-age story that can be of different people's coming-of-ages as far as the number. And that is just what makes this book so sweet and wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. That is really lovely to hear. Thank you. Oh, we yes. loved it. So tell everybody what, what the story is about. Give us a quick summary. Sure. So it's about a, a very shy young woman called jo- called June who... Um, works in a little uh, village library in an English village. And June has never really gotten over the loss of her mother eight years ago, and she's just really retreated into books. Um, they've become her whole life. She hides behind stories. Um, and she's very comfortable in that life until one day where the library where she works is threatened with closure. And that really turns her whole world upside down because the library isn't just where she works, it was where her mum worked. Um, and a rather eccentric group of library patrons uh, form a campaign group to fight for the library but June is uh, banned by her employers from taking part. So the book is really about June learning to um, come out from the book she's hiding behind and to write her own story with the help of her community. Oh, it's and you so write, good. I mean, the characters that you wrote, you know. I love them all. They're so wonderful. And have, have you done that game where you look at somebody and you guess what kind of books they read? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do. That was totally inspired. I'm a real people watcher. I spend my whole life watching people and making up their life stories. Um, so I really wanted to give that to June. But also it felt like a character like her who was really just lived through books. Mm-hmm. The way she would sort of relate to people and understand people was by imagining their story, their book story. So it felt like something, you know, she has a quite a sort of quiet outer life, but quite an itch, uh, rich inner life, uh, yeah. imagining the lives of the characters in the library. And oh, is that was something that was happening um, in, in, in all of England? With, was this really with little libraries and little, you know, villages and stuff closing? It really is. And in cities too, actually. I think we've lost 800 libraries in the oh. last 10 years. 
and lots are still under threat. So they really have been, um, lots of libraries have been closed in this country. So it's a really, it's a big problem and it's not going to go away, sadly. Well, maybe um, your book will to... give inspiration for, they can do like what the community did to try and save their library. <laughs> well, I hope they'd be more effective than my library campaigners. They're very well-meaning, but they're not <laughs> some necessarily the best campaigners. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I hope the, I hope the book inspires people to, you know, realize how important libraries are and why we should all support our local libraries wherever we live. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, and they were all shut down during COVID. Yeah. And that yes, was, in, you know, one of the it's things. It's a lifeline for so many people. Yes, that you talk for your characters in the book. And I understand your connection with the library and how it was important to you um, after you it, had children. It was. I felt really isolated after the birth of my first child, actually. I found it really hard in the library was a complete lifeline to me. It was the first place I went with my daughter. And I really used to see all these people who came to the library, not just for books, but because they needed it for other reasons, like the computers, or often just because they needed, you know, human contact. They right. needed other people. And that's what you get in a library. You get a community. So I think it's been really tough um, in the last 18 months, hasn't it, with libraries closed. Lots of people have missed that. Yeah. So you, you know, if you're just joining us, The Last Chance Library, the cover is gorgeous by Freya Sampson. It's such a great book. Um, Do you, we were reading, you know, your bio and stuff, Freya, that you, you know, are a TV creator and executive producer and you've worked on documentaries and things like that in the past. What made you decide, I'm going to try writing a book? Uh, you know, I think it had always been a dream. It has always been, ever since I was a small child, I loved the idea of being a writer. But it took me a really, I had really bad imposter syndrome. It took me a really long time to kind of have the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. Um, I used to try and I would give up quite easily because I didn't think what I was writing was good enough. And I think it really took into my 30s before I was sort of mature enough to go, you know what, I'm going to, uh, like, I'm going to try this, I'm going to. I'm going to do it for real. So I was a slow starter. Well, you did it. Doing it. You did it. I mean, <laughs> you, it's, I did. it's so, you did it. It's so good. And the book is just wonderful. And you can't put it down once you open it. Yeah. And I can, I saw that GMA picked you as a book club pick and that was exciting. And we have to ask you, and of course, because you have worked in television and you worked on two documentaries for the BBC about the British Royal family, if we can get your hot take on what has happened between, you know, with the Sussex family and the Cambridges. And I feel like the Queen loves both sides and she's sort of stuck in the yeah. middle. But I'm wondering what your thoughts are about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any official take on this, I'm yeah. afraid. But I mean, my feeling is that um, it's a really tragic situation. But it's a complicated family. And I think it's not just the members of the family, that you know, the royal household, the kind of institution around them. It's mm-hmm. really, um, you know, I think that's always quite, in, in any situation, they are very involved. All that 40 is for of a better word. So I think, you know, these things aren't just simply about brothers and right. grandmothers. It's they the are firm. really political firm, exactly. So, I mean, who knows what's going on behind the scenes. But I mean, when we filmed with them, which was a while ago, I always got the sense those boys were really close. So um, it's very sad, mm-hmm. the situation at the moment, if it is what is being reported. And, right. and it wouldn't be like any other time, though, like if you even look back at how what's happened in royal families, it is like the other people in the firm that are making, that are the troublemakers and are setting fires and trying to get brothers, people to be against each other for their interests. I, I mean, mean, 
right? Possibly, very possibly, yeah. I mean, I do, as I say, I do think, um, and this is purely yeah. my, as a just sort of outside, you know, viewer like anyone else, um, I think, you know, there are lots of forces at work there that mm-hmm. are, um, you know, really, um, yeah, it's, it's not, as I say, it's not simply about blood, blood relations in that family. So, yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a tough one. It yeah. is a tough one. Well, we're it, the book. We're in love with your book, The Last Chance Library. Um, Freya Sampson. Freya, you have to tell us what's the last great book you read. Oh, I have just read um, The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood, which um, I don't know if you guys have read it. It's a romance novel that was released uh, like two weeks ago. And it's like it's it's a brilliant, fantastic, like uplifting, wonderful romantic comedy set in the world of academia. And um, it was a perfect escapist read. I loved it. Okay, the love hypothesis. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. And Freya, are you working on your next book? Or are you just enjoying this book and you've got an idea <sighs> for the next one? What's happening? I'm very much on my book. I'm editing it at the moment and um hopefully it'll be out next year. And it is about, it's set on a London bus. It's about a group of strangers who unite on a London bus to help an elderly gentleman find his missed love connection. Okay, we're going to stay in touch with you because we're going to want to talk to you and read that book too. I would love that. Okay, Freya <laughs> Sampson, your book is wonderful. The Last Chance Library. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for staying up thank for us. Thank you. Thank you. Not at all. Thanks for having me on. It's great to chat to you. Oh, all right, absolutely. Bye. Congratulations. All right, we've got two copies. Thank you. We've got two copies to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. Again, the book is The Last Chance Library. What is the meaning of this? Oh, this is just uh, one of those days, Grant. You know what I'm saying? My Trust me, I'm sweating over here. It's been one of those days. Yeah, my partner in crime has forgotten that we've got a radio show, so <laughs> she's maybe out there, you know, having a discussion about uh, some great idea she has for Excavation Central. Or box elder bug removal. Yeah, what are we calling it? Project Down Dirty Construction? Yes, yeah. Check down in dirty construction. Is that what it's called? Uh, no, I can check on the website real quick here, though. I mean, you know. really, that's kind of what I'm going to refer to it yeah, as. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun project down and dirty. We're going to get a little dirty. We're going to get, you know. But they don't have a name for it? Uh, we do on our website here, and I'm just pulling okay, it out. Okay, I feel like it's construction. Right? It is. Project down and dirty construction, November 3rd through the 5th. Nice What job. are we constructing? Yeah, Julie forgot that we're on the air. You, you know, know, it's part of her job. Gone. I know you were all there doing something. five o'clock. No, the Hollywood speak on that is. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a bleep show of a day. It has a around bit. here. It has a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, we've uh, had a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, but I it. mean, the fact that you forgot that it was five. That, that that it, it was five o'clock, and I just said to Grant, I said she's forgotten. <laughs> yeah. She's forgotten she's, yep. that we're on the air, and um, okay. It's all good. We're here, here now. We, here's something for you to Hollywood speak. You've forgotten. You've been on the air so long, you've now lost a sense of time. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, don't look at your camera anymore, and oh, that, no. that will be better for you, because that really distracts. No, the only re- Lori, I was trying to find that damn lady's number. What we damn got lady's it. number? Our author, I was... Looking at all that, all right, we're back. You realize that we've already hung up <laughs> I'm with not the even, author. I'm not even talking. And so to there's you. no really point I'm, in finding our I'm, phone I'm number not, right now. I had to pee. Oh, there's so a Hollywood I. speak. I had to pee. So I thought it was I. five, though. Wow. Yeah, That's I know pretty- you did. I told Grant she has forgotten <laughs> that we're on the air. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. about five. You guys, we've got oh about five minutes. Let's Hollywood so. speak. All this right. is Katy Perry. She's covering. Uh, she's the cover of Variety. Okay. She's back to brunette. Um, 
And, you know, whether it's a wig or not, I have no idea. I like idea, her with darker hair. She looks like Casey Musgrave. She They're interchangeable. Does. And Zoe Deschanel without the curtain bangs. Yeah. All three of them she could be. She does look Yeah, yeah. And she looks younger. Yeah. I think the blonde hair aged her. I think she looks younger. I, you know, every everyone wants to be a blonde, though, at least once if you can. Absolutely. You know? And yes, she can. She's pulling up. But Variety, um, you know, she was going to be kicking off. Her Vegas residency at that place in Vegas, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Um, Resorts World. Yeah. Um, so she's kicking it off. And the interviewer didn't ask her anything about Orlando Bloom's Blooming. big paddleboard right. or anything like well, that. that. I mean, what kind of, of serious them. journalists are they oh, over right. at Variety? But they did ask, uh, uh, ver- they did ask her about um, how has it felt that you've never been nominated for a Grammy? And she, First of all, that surprises me. Well, she said, I, I've been nominated before. Thir- I've No, I've been nominated 13 times before. Oh, wow. Okay. To be honest, I always go by numbers and they don't lie. Math doesn't lie. I'm making so much money. She's got a lot of hits. She's got a lot of hits. She She's makes a lot so of much hits. money. She She's, hasn't won a Grammy. She's been matter. nominated. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? I'm making so much but, money on American Idol, on my music. It, it's all fine with me. Money doesn't lie either. Yeah. You're right, Laura. I like that she said math doesn't lie. Yeah, I know. To the reporter. And um, her show is called Play, and she's calling it, quote unquote, Pop on Roids. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just tell you. You're gonna refer to the concert we went to on my birthday on August 24th, Uh probably about five years ago, Mm -hmm. and we went to see Katy Perry at the X, and her show was all popsicles stands twirling around, and it it was like in the middle of a candy shop. It was like Willy Wonka. It was, and we love Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. All of her. She has so many hits, but she talked. And she did a lot of sharing talked. of feelings. Oh, God, we couldn't say She'd it. stop one song and then pause, and let me just tell you why I like this lemon drop candy cane right <laughs> next to me. <laughs> My God. Do you guys watch American Idol at all? Oh, she's, and, yeah, she she's, talks. Like, she's like that on American and Idol. It's not is, good. I had seen her at First Avenue. I went to an all-ages show. Like uh, This is like maybe maybe two years before then she was at the Excel. That's how fast she exploded. Yes, you did. Yeah. And I had that first album of hers, and I just was loving it. It was my road trip. I couldn't find anyone to go. It was an all-ages show. I was the only mom there without a teenager, so I just was a teenager bopping around, mm-hmm. and she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She was so rock and roll. Yep. And then, you know, she Pops got up. packages, almost like what you see in A Star is Born, with the lady, remember how they popified yep. her? Mm-hmm. Let's and make you wear sexier she clothes. Went, Katie was just up. like this raw, and then I was just like... Who is this lady? Yeah, you can get a little bit of that raw in American Idol, but she still tends to divert. But I mean raw in a performing sense. Oh, okay. She had, I want to say that she had a lot of women on her stage, and it was just, it was fun. It was rock and roll. This felt so produced, so packaged, so candy. She's. This is her lane that they've told her that she's in, and she believes it because she went from playing, I guess, First Avenue to selling out stadiums. There you go. And, and money and math don't lie because she's making just tons and tons. She's had 30, not, 34 singles. Nine went to number one. Wow. Well, remember off that one album, she broke a record Teenage of like Dream. 
of someone's, like Michael Jackson's yeah, or Elvis yeah. or someone's. Yeah. So it's going to be big, colorful, and have a level of humor that's probably the weirdest that I've ever done. So this is going to be a perfect bachelorette, yes, a girls' weekend. You know you're going to you know all the songs. Can sing. Oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. Can sing. Yeah, she's got six studio albums, yeah. but it's going to be a very, you know, it'll be perfect for Vegas. Yes, it will be perfect for, for Vegas, Vegas because yeah. you're going to have all these things on stage, twirling and jumping around, and sharks and all the other yes. things she does. You want to know what Jennifer Aniston is sad about? She was on. Um, Lunch. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With Bruce, which is a... She's still promoting the morning show. The morning show. It's an yeah. endless task. She has this to say. People don't come up to people anymore. They just don't do that. What's she talking about, Jules? Does she want people to come up to her and say hi? Uh, well, I guess it's um, that would redating, me. regarding dating. Uh, people don't ask people out on dates anymore. In being, she doesn't want to be on Tinder or Raya. She wants I to meet understand. people the old-fashioned way. Yeah, we all understand. What yeah, we're we saying, totally Jen. do. All Just right. keep putting it out there; it'll happen. Oh yeah.